98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Bigley and Murata. Social studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. I love social studies Monday through Thursday. I love Fridays even more. Oh. It's always got an energy, a feel. You can't put your finger on it, but it's there. Let's find out what the vibe is today. Oh, smoking hot. <laughs> fire. Smoking hot. It's fire, babe. All right. Welcome into Social Studies. We're Dennis I love that. Bo- yeah. yeah. I love the subtle Miller in your uh, blast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. At Bickley underscore Murata. That's where the questions go every single day, and I pull my favorite answers from there. So thanks to all of you who are regular participants. Participants, the newbies, the people who had to, you know, brush the dust off the keyboard. Uh, after a little while, we appreciate all of you participating in social studies. Let's start with a nice fill-in-the-blank question, as we tend to before Cardinals game days. Arizona will beat the Eagles on Sunday if blank. Um, if they force three or more turnovers. If they rush for 150 or more yards. All what right. do you think is more likely? Rushing for 150 or forcing three turnovers? Forcing three turnovers. <laughs> um, yeah, I would probably. And this is not a defense that has shown that it's got a proclivity to force turnovers. Until last week. Until last week. Yeah. Um, but That's something not, Philly's good at doing. They're not playing Baker Mayfield this week. No. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's not walking through that door. Gambo style. All right, let's look at some of our listener responses. The Cardinals will beat the Eagles on Sunday if K2 says they if they play the whole game like they did against the Panthers in the fourth quarter. Dental Tech says the Cardinals will beat the Eagles if the Cardinals go deep all day. Philly lost too many players in the secondary last week. This is an interesting one from John Inman. He says... The Cardinals will beat the Eagles if the Eagles are thinking about next Sunday. It's Cowboys week, a big rivalry week for Philly and Dallas. Yes. Uh, Desert Dirtbag says the Cardinals will beat the Eagles if several of the Eagles players lose their abilities to cartoon character monsters that are starting their own super team. (laughs) (laughs) Tremendous. Uh, Brian Barger says the Cardinals will beat the Eagles if Jalen Hurts joins Jarrett Carlin in the brat eating contest. Yeah, there was a couple people that went that road. Did you see Bobby's? I, I don't know if I did. Uh, the win if uh, Jarrett eats three brats Saturday and a Philly cheesesteak Sunday. <laughs> Whiskey's quicker plays an encore. Vince Murata takes a pregame nap and Sarah Cazell gets her gets her nails did. Her what? nails did? I don't know anymore, honestly. Something has to give, he says. Is that my contribution here, getting my nails done? Are you a big nails did kind of person? I mean, currently, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a big part of my personality. I, 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 I never more interesting things about me. Never really focused on that about your personality. Either. Yeah, I would say there's more to me than my, than how my nails look. Um, but I do think the broad eating contest couldn't hurt. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, a different NFL question. Just a, a, another stunning performance by the Denver Broncos last night. Nathaniel Hackett at the helm in his first season as an NFL head coach. And uh, I'm wondering if he will be one of the first or the first NFL head coach to be fired this season. We have three options, guys. Who gets fired this season or who gets fired first? Is it Nathaniel Hackett with the Broncos? Is it Josh McDaniels with the Raiders or Matt Rule with Carolina? 
It's got to be Matt Rule, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it's got to be Matt Rule. I mean, he's had 37 games of a head start, but he's 11 and 26. Those guys are in their first I, year, as I've, bad as they've been. Yeah. I've seen this Matt Rule story so many times. Real competent coach comes in full of all sorts of optimism. People believe in his vibe. The owner really, I mean, everybody loved him in Carolina. Then they just roll through iffy, yucky quarterbacks. And then by the end of it, there's just nothing left just to shell themselves. The only thing. Half the man he used to be. <laughs> Hey, that sounds familiar. There's our song of the day. The only thing that gives me pause on that is that Hackett has been so out of order and so disjointed as the head coach through five weeks. That And it's in his first year, but the owners that own the team now are not the owners that hired him. And the Walton family's got more money than God. So uh, they could Uh make an early statement and say, we're not going to stand for this. We have to right the wrong now. But still, I I would give the overwhelming overwhelming arrow to Matt Rule on that. Okay. So do our voters. In fact, 60% of them say Matt Rule is going to be the first NFL head coach who loses his job this year. 36% do believe it's Nathaniel. Hackett and the Broncos. Only 5% say Josh McDaniels and the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, The Corn Pop says it'll be Hackett or McDaniels. The Panthers weren't expected to dominate this year. Josh Games Show asks, no option for Cliff Kingsbury? Do you think he would beat out any of those? No. If they would have lost last week, maybe he'd be more on the hot seat. But no, 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 not with that, not with that many years on his contract. I think that's. I think that was the whole point. To be honest with you, the whole point of giving him that contract was so he would not be on a hot seat, so he would not have to be fired if things went south. Daylight Film says it could be Ron Rivera in Washington. Mm. I think he's too respected yeah. to fire midseason. He, uh, and, Almost and included that, or, him, and that organization needs somebody who's respected. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. Not a lot of people are in that organization. <laughs> Not a whole lot of respect being thrown around. No. Not a ton of respect over there, no. And then Seabacher44 says uh, who will be the first NFL head coach fired this season. He says whoever Sean Payton shows interest in replacing. Ooh. Might be some truth to that. Yeah, that's a yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm, All right, I'm ready. Well, what's I'll interesting now? What's interesting is that this whole situation in Dallas now with this Cooper Rush dynamic and their defense is starting to round into form. They're playing the Rams this week. I think they're going to beat the pulp out of Matthew Stafford. I think they're going to beat the Rams. Yeah, yeah. And Jerry Jones has given Mike McCarthy love now publicly. It's a shame wow, he's not getting, he's not a bigger story right now. Oh, okay. Uh, we mentioned the bratwurst eating contest that Jared is participating in tomorrow at Tempe Oktoberfest around what time, Jared? Five thirty. That's right. Okay, five thirty. Come watch Jared eat. How many bratwursts? You can vote on four options. He will eat one to three over the course of three minutes. He'll eat four to six. He will eat seven or more, or he will die halfway through. Oh, he, um, goodness gracious! It, it's going to be it's going to be four to. It's going to be four to six because I think Jared's going to get into that zone and he's going to get to like four and then his and then his head is going to snap. He's going to be like, "What am I doing? What am I doing here?" Well, and, and you're going to lock up. Uh-oh. Hopefully, you're There's a, at a certain point, all <laughs> the, all, the sodium and the unleash. nitrate, the sodium and the nitrates yeah, hit yeah. you at some point yeah. too. Be able to bend yeah. your fingers anymore. That, that's some like. 
it's even more so a bratwurst even more than a hot dog is like that rich it's delicious it is delicious yeah. but to they eat are like delicious them fast and no that's what I'm thinking no, Jared, just, I, and I think you enjoy them too much to neglect the, the art of it yeah. uh, I think you're going one to three I'll, and I'm hoping mm. you do like I, just have a good meal. Have I, your I, pinky out while I you're hope they have take, ca- take I mentioned it yesterday bites. or the other day. I hope yeah. they have ketchup. Because really, uh, uh, that would help me a lot. BYOK. Yeah, just bring your own, oh. man. Just bring your own. Oh, I might do that. Ooh, just wow. like that? That would be intimidating but don't, to the other. But don't bring I, packets because you're going to no, waste no, no. your time trying to open them. I'm, you might I'll, get one that can't. you can't get open. You're going to be... No, get a bottle. I'll, yeah. no, I'll snap. let you through with a bottle of ketchup? I'll snap, I'll snap and my wife will come over with a briefcase and she'll <laughs> open it up and there's a bottle of ketchup. And yeah, it, right. That's yeah, brilliant. but you know, like when you're at the bowling alley and somebody shows up with their own ball, you're like, wow, that guy is really, what really a good bowler. Or, you know, like when you're at Top Golf and some guy brings this whole bag, you're like... That guy is an awesome golf. No way. No. No. All right. Bring your own ketchup. Our voters, 48% of them think you are going to down four to six brats tomorrow, Jared. The people believe in you. Mm -hmm. Depending on you. 30% say you'll eat one to three. 12% are predicting your death halfway through. I'm predicting he's going to get to his fourth. He will not finish his fourth. That's so strong. That feels about right. Yeah, that's my prediction. Okay. I don't know what. What I would do if it was actually... I thought it was going to be like 10 minutes. <laughs> that would have been brutal. Is, yeah, three, three is, is about right where you're right. I'll probably hit a wall. Yeah, right I, think, the three. I think three and a half is strong. And then 10% say you will eat seven or more broths. Quickly, we are getting to yesterday's Mock My World results. We drafted our favorite or the best things about Philadelphia with the Eagles game coming up on Sunday. Dan Bickley's on a roll, baby! I got my mojo back. It's a close one, though. Back. It is a close one. That's true. 32% voted for Dan Bickley's team of Rocky Balboa, the Liberty Bell, Joe Frazier, and Independence Hall. Uh, just right behind you, though, 29%. Tim Ring's team. I've got 25%. Jarrett has 13%. I've got two mascots and cream cheese. How am I not winning? God, you have cream cheese. <laughs> the that sounds like a party. Cheese. Two mascots and a thing of now cream we're cheese. Talking. Oh, that's a YouTube video from ben, like 2011, isn't ben it? Ben Franklin. <laughs> two mascots and a cream cheese? Sorry, right. I missed that edition of Mock My World. <laughs> yeah, it was hey, You something. missed a lot, as you can it tell. It was something. As you can tell. Thank you, Sarah. Thank Thanks you. to everybody who participates in social studies at Bickley underscore Murata on Twitter. Coming up next, Draymond Green has said he's sorry, but now we've seen the punch. Is it enough? The whole NBA world is talking about it. We'll talk about it next. Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Dan Bickley, Vince Murata. Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Draymond apologized to the team this morning. Jordan was there in the room. We were, I was there in the room, the team, the coaches, players. And um, we heard that. Um, as far as any suspension, punishment, fine, we're going to handle that internally. And I uh, understand you might have questions on that, but that's going to be an internal process. It's Bob Myers of the front office of the Golden State Warriors after the reports that came out this week that Draymond Green forcefully struck Jordan Poole, his teammate, in a practice, you hear him saying that was uh, that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Bob Myers said we're going to handle. He apologized. We're going to handle it internally. Steph Curry was asked about it and said, "Look, the report that uh, you know th- that that are out there, they're they're utter BS." Uh, but then TMZ released a video today. Somehow they got their hands on the practice video. I retweeted on Bickley underscore Murata if you haven't seen it. It's bad. 
We don't know what was being said. There was obviously jawing going back and forth. Jordan Poole standing on the baseline. Draymond Green is out on the sideline, probably about five feet from the baseline, and then makes his way to Jordan Poole, gets in his face. Poole pushes him high on the chest, kind of around the neck area. And Green, after taking a step back, takes a big step forward and absolutely lands a haymaker to the jaw of Jordan Poole. Um, and I'm curious to see if Poole wasn't standing against the wall at that point, mm-hmm. where he would have ended Ooh, where up. Where he would have landed? Yeah. Yeah, it's So a good now question. that the video's out there, everybody's talking about it. Uh, Richard Jefferson, former NBA player now with ESPN, said, uh, I'd fire my entire video staff. <laughs> There's that aspect to it. Somebody sold this footage to TMZ. Yes. Yes, and and I was very serious when I said earlier that if they've got internal cameras in that practice facility, which I'm sure they do, they're going to try to triangulate where that video came from and who was because they've got a general idea, right? Not practices aren't open. You can't just roll into the Warriors practice facility. You're probably not even supposed to be filming it to begin with. There is probably something to be said for that. So the question becomes: Why was this person incentivized other than money? To release that, to get that out there, you know, it might not be anything other than money. Again, so I'm curious to see if there's a there's a feeling we know this that video changes everything in the world of sports, in the world of perception, in the world of of how you internalize things like this. Yes, Uh, Eddie Johnson, Suns analyst, who kind of earlier in the week when that report came out said, oh, let's see all the, what was his tweet? Uh, Let's see all the water boys and couch potatoes to declare this is a major problem. You have no clue how much combustion is in NBA practices and locker rooms. Uh, What's worse, DA not talking to Monty or new media, his nickname for Draymond Green swinging a pool. But today he also said that punch had extreme vitriol. In no way, uh, I in no way would believe he likes or cares for me after that. Yes, I would still do my job job as a teammate and battle between the lines beside him, but friendship is over. That was nasty and meant to harm me. Just being honest, glad Jordan Poole is okay. Do you think that things got so... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Well, you, yeah. I was going to say that if you're the Warriors, these are two... They're not... It's not Steph Curry and it's not Clay Thompson, but these are two of your other biggest pieces. I mean, like, whose side do you take in this? The veteran guy who's been there for all the championships or the guy that is going to lead you in the next decade? I don't know all the ingredients that went into it. I don't know what was being said. I wasn't present. The reports about Jordan Poole's attitude that are being called BS by Steph Curry, I don't know how accurate they are. I know why he would want to downplay them. Well, of course they're going to downplay that if if, if, they want to make sure that this thing doesn't completely spin out of control. But, I I mean, Chris Haynes, who else got got that story? That it was Jordan Poole's attitude, that he was suddenly big-timing everybody. Was he f- the first? I think, and he, I think Woj confirmed. Well, remember last year, too, Chris Haynes' brother was covering the Warriors and got into some hot water with people uncovering tweets that he made after he said something <sighs> not very flattering about Steph Curry, which actually wasn't even that bad. Okay. So listen, so Draymond Green has been a has been a disruptive force internally for that team before. Clearly with what went down with Kevin Durant and all mm-hmm. that stuff. If Jordan Poole, in the eyes of his teammates, deserved a little comeuppance, then I think they'll rally around Draymond Green. If Jordan Poole has been absolutely fabulous this year, as everyone is saying publicly, then they do have an issue. Then well, they've got then they've got a Draymond issue. Well, now that it's public though, I'm wondering how much is just 
window dressing. All right, we got to give Draymond a two-game suspension just to take care of all the the savages from the outside mm-hmm. who want their their pound of flesh. It's really nothing. But to Eddie Johnson's point, um, you know, comparing this, you know, th- there's people now. Th- there's some people that will see this and say, "Oh, they're fractured." Golden State's done. done. They can't that's have this chemistry. True. That's, that's not, not true. true at all. Done. They are it's not true. They Jared. are champions, and they know how to overcome it. And then they'll draw the parallel to the Monty Da thing, which I think is being glazed over in real time. But the reason why that remains a concern right now is because the Suns have not won a championship. They've not dealt with all of these things. They don't have the championship yeah, pedigree well to rely on well like the Warriors do. And, and to the contrary, it's just been just the opposite. They've had issues with closing that deal. So yes. yeah. right. And the players involved. Who, I mean, DeAndre Ayton hasn't done anything to show that he can play through strife or can play through bad chemistry. Where Draymond Green, as you mentioned, his whole career is like incident after incident. Draymond Green was playing himself off the floor in the playoffs last year, but then became instrumental in them winning the finals. That's true, too. There's there's a leadership component that Draymond Green brings that's very important to that. We we, we said that all last year. It, it's really going to be a matter of how the team perceives this, okay? If, if they think Draymond did this for the good of the team, then it's going to go away. It's going to go away. If Draymond, if this was something personal, and if this team feels like, Dude, you you threatened by him? You jealous well, by it? You jealous that he's getting a bag and you're not? If if it's that, then they've got an issue. Then they've got an issue. Trade Drake, Jay Crowder for Draymond Green. Would he? <laughs> would he see, how much, see how much Vinny would love Draymond? Then? Wow. Oh wow! Yeah, I, well, you would. I you, you don't. That's the thing. I, I, I would. I, I mean, Draymond's, Draymond's, Draymond's better than Jay Crowder. There are yeah. things. I mean, there are a lot of things that I love that Draymond Green brings to a team. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things that you don't like it because he's not doing it for your team. Yeah. What I am curious about, and, and falling back on the nickname that Eddie Johnson has given Draymond Green, New Media, I'll be very disappointed if a guy as honest and open as Draymond Green doesn't talk about this on his podcast. I like this tweet. Somebody tweeted out, whoever leaked that video to TMZ is all the proof you need how high the rent is in the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> gotta true. pay those bills, man. Yeah, sorry, that is, sorry, that is dog. True. <laughs> gotta pay those bills. <laughs> Coming up next, Jared Carlin's got your sports kebab. It's Pickley and Murata oh, Mornings, ninety-eight no. seven FM, Arizona Sports Station. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Hopefully, we're not asking. The question, are you joking when Jarrett's done? <laughs> so we'll see. We'll gauge it. We'll let you know. Jarrett, you've got the floor. Okay, here we go. And I am excited for this weekend. And I'm excited for the big bratwurst eating contest on Saturday. I have to say also that my wife has been very supportive of this venture, despite her being a registered dietitian. <laughs> I'm serious. Is she, that right? That's yes. That's what she, she actually that said. So ironic that you're married to a diet. I know. Too. She actually said she will wait till after the competition to file the divorce papers. So I <laughs> want to thank her for being. Believe me, guys. Though I want to make you guys proud. I want to win this thing, and I'll be honest. I've been trying to find a way to get a little advantage. Anything I can. I've been talking to competitive eaters. I've been consulting with chefs. Hell, I even met with my famous chess player friend to see if he had any ideas to cheat. Oh. I. 
<laughs> so I don't know how this will help me, but I'll give anything to try. Now, I've uh, really been training hard for the event, and it's a weird thing because I love brats, but this will most likely not be an enjoyable experience, you know? So to train, I wanted to find something that I normally love and then consume it in the most miserable way possible. <laughs> so I watched the Broncos-Colts game on Thursday night. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. The Colts beat the Broncos 12-9 to in overtime on Thursday. That is seven field goals and no touchdowns. I haven't seen that much ugly kicking across 70 minutes since Steven Seagal was in his prime. <laughs> I mean, that game was terrible. I seriously can't believe that some hardcore NFL people were saying it was enjoyable because of the defensive struggle, the defensive play. My God, if I wanted to see people on Amazon walk around doing nothing while a bunch of nerds tell me it's great, I'll just watch the new Lord of the Rings show, okay? I don't need that nonsense. I mean, things were so bad that tons of Broncos fans were seen leaving the stadium. Did you see that? Leaving the stadium as the game headed to overtime. Now, to be fair, this was not because of the game. It was because the Denver crowd had just seen that the president was pardoning past marijuana offenses and they were going to celebrate. <laughs> now, the game ended when Russell Wilson threw an incompletion on fourth down, completing a disappointing game for him. A disappointing season in general. Don't worry. Don't worry. In the post-game presser, he still dropped the Broncos country. Let's ride. My goodness, this guy. Russell Wilson is cornier than that TikTok kid's stool. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Is that cone? It's a big lump with knobs. It's cone. It no longer has the juice. And I don't get it. I don't get it. Because very recently, Russell Wilson was an elite quarterback, right? His skills just disappeared overnight. I haven't seen something abandon someone that quickly since Tom Brady and his family. Oh, oh man. Yes, I know. See, I'm Giselle sorry. was taking sage to um, her vehicle, I'm getting sorry. all the energy yeah. out of it. I know. Uh -huh. I'm sorry to bring the mood down, but it is a sad story. As reports say, Tom Brady and his wife, Giselle Bunchin are hiring lawyers and ending their marriage. Yes, Giselle is filing for divorce from Tom, citing irreconcilable differences. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, she said Tom looks unrecognizably different, is what she I misread that. I mean, it's a big deal, though, in a power couple like this. Brady and Giselle need to divide their empire. They have to decide who gets the money, who gets the kids, who gets the rouge. And that's hard. That's why they're getting lawyers, apparently, now. Going to baseball, because right now, uh, the MLB playoffs are starting, and the playoffs... You know, they just don't look like they used to. Imagine you told a baseball fan from 30 or 40 years ago that the playoffs would start in mid-October with a best-of-three wild-card series between the Rays and Guardians. They wouldn't believe that the playoff format has changed that much. Of course, they'd also say, who the hell are the Rays and Guardians? So, <laughs> there is that. Also in baseball, congrats to Aaron Judge on hitting 62 home runs. It was a tense chase because it took him two weeks after hitting 60 to finally break the record. I mean, 
he was backed up for a while, and then all of a sudden, an explosion. Uh-oh. Kind of like DK Metcalf on the <laughs> football field. Oh, no! Uh-oh. Yes, 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 and with that... <laughs> it is time for Jarrett Karnick, the Magnificent. All right, first one here. Uh, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Ayton, and DK Metcalf. Kyler Murray, DeAndre yes. Ayton, DK Metcalf. Yes. Uh, name three people distracted during the season by the Call of Duty. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Got another one here. Uh, Andy Isabella. And DK Metcalf. And <laughs> Isabella and, and, and DK and, Metcalf. Uh, name two receivers known for dropping things during games. Let's mature this one up here. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Next we got a little more. Uh, Victor Wembenyama. Victor Wembenyama. Mr. Smee from Peter Pan. That guy. And DK Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> name a Frenchman, a henchman, and a clenchman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Alrighty. did you? Speaking of Wembenyama, there was a big game between his team and a G League team featuring prospect Scoot Henderson. Right? Did you see that game? Yeah. yeah. But one man stole the show, and for this to close out the sports club for the first time ever. We go to Sarnak, the Magnificent, oh, because wow. yes. this is this is her joke to is. close it out here. It is. Don't hold that against me. Okay, guys. He's giving you the last joke. I know. Can you wow. believe that? All right. Going back to that game. Ho, you fat. Ho, you fat. Ho, you fat. Ho, you fat. You fat. What does the Mavericks training staff say to Luka Doncic when he shows up to camp this year? <laughs> Yes. Well that was pretty good. I, Sarnak. I almost don't remember the Simon and Garfunkel song. <laughs> yes, out of your memories. <laughs> well done. And, oh, man, how, how bad do you want that jersey? Yeah, oh, you fat. <laughs> so good. Uh, Jared Carlin and Sarah Cazell. How about that? Team effort on the sports kebab. Sarah, that means you get a shout-out on Twitter. What? Follow Sarah at Sarah Cazell. Oh, my God. She doesn't have enough followers. I have too many followers. Yeah, give some of them to me. No, follow them more. Very well done. (laughs) Uh, Final thoughts heading off into the weekend next here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata. Song of the Day. Temple Pilots. What's the name of the song? I mean, I know, I know. Creep. Creep, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Did you know that this debut album, shut up, Jared, 
Pilots' debut album from Stone Temple Pilots was released the same day as Facelift from Alice in Chains. So two great grunge albums released on the very same day. If it was the same year, was it 91? Yeah. There was a stretch of, I, I don't know all the albums, but it was like Pearl Jam 10, Nevermind. Never mind. Yep. There was like Stone Temple Pilots in there, I think. Oh, it's, Alice in Chains. Maybe Dirt, Sound Dirt Garden. is the album, not Facelift. Dirt is the album, not yeah, Facelift yeah, yeah. was the first one. But they yeah. were all released within like a month of each yeah. other. Right. It's just legendary yeah, that was stuff. The early 90s, man, had grunge music and gangster rap. Two yeah. brand new kinds of music that was like pop music. That was pop music of that time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Compare that to the next 30 years. No. No. <laughs> no. Of course, I don't remember the context of it because I never do, but Half the Man I Used to Be is in the refrain of this song, so that's why we picked it. What was the context? Do you remember, Vic? It was somebody I was calling Half the Man They Used to Russell Be. Russell Wilson, maybe? Right, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, still one of my favorite albums of all time. Love this thing. Yeah. It's a great Listen album. Listen to it yeah. start to finish over yeah. and over again. Listen, I'll never forget, in, in September of 91, might might have been, maybe 92, yeah. I saw the Pilots, Nirvana, and Alice in Chains all in the same span of three weeks. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, Stone Devil Pilots today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Five years ago this weekend, Dan Bickley and I were both in Los Angeles covering the Diamondbacks' last trip to the uh, Major League Baseball oh, playoffs yeah. against the Dodgers. Yeah. So uh, a little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia for you. There were 23 Diamondbacks players who saw action in that series against the Dodgers. Only two are still with the team. Can you name them? Five years later. Five years later, only two. Neither one of them is a pitcher. Cattell Marte? Cattell Marte is one. Yeah, that'd be the one. Oh, I know. He didn't play this year, right? Nick Ahmed? No, not true. Um, actually, no, th- then there was three. My, my bad. <laughs> oh, you went Jared on me there. Yes. Okay, who is the other one? The other one? one was Christian Walker. Okay, I was going to guess that. I didn't know he was Some, on the roster. Hitting remember. duty in that series. Wow. Yeah, at the beginning wow. of his career. Um, I want to play this for you real quick, um, just as almost as a public service. Uh, let me shut off Stone Temple Pilots there. All right. Um, if anything happens to Jimbo Fisher, the head coach of Texas A&M, they're getting uh-huh. ready oh, for boy. Alabama. Uh-huh. I think we have a suspect, a guy by the name of Roger from Texas, called into the Paul Feinbaum show, dissatisfied with the Aggies this year, and a suggestion. As far as Jimbo's contract, that $90 million contract, uh, a hitman costs a lot less than that. <laughs> Thank you, and have a great day, Paul. Whoa! At FBI.com! Roger from Texas has been flagged. For anyone who says they... They wish that the Pac-12 fan base was more passionate like the SEC. No. That's the kind of nonsense that... There's a downside to the overzealous fan base, yes. Poison trees and contacting hitmen. Yeah, Harvey Elmore and Updike. Remember that clown? Yeah. Uh, Cardinals-Eagles. My biggest question for the Cardinals is... 
Will they score point points on their first possession this week? Six straight games without points on their first possession. Only one first down in that whole stretch in their first possession. Are they changing up how they script their plays? If they do and get production, we might have a game. But again, I've got no reason to believe that anything's going to change. Yeah. I like the Eagles this week. I, I just I don't see the Cardinals being able to hang with everything that the Eagles bring, um, and I'm not necessarily going to trip about that. I, I just want to see, like I said in the blast, I want to see some urgency. Yes. Some the, passion. The, the Cardinals can still lose this week, Yeah, but I think people will play feel better if they just play better overall. Yeah. A complete 60-minute yes. game. Well, right. the, the two wins they have have not been that satisfying no. because they haven't they played lousy first halves in both of them. Do you think U of A or ASU has any chance this weekend? Oregon and Washington? No. No. I'm calling the upset. Arizona's offense. Oh, Cardinals going to win? Yeah. Sarah? Oh. No, yes, but that's what I'm saying. All right. What's your, what's there. your score? Uh, 27-24. 27-24. I got Eagles 28-20. Arizona's offense intrigues me. But I don't know if they have enough to match Oregon. Yeah. And those. I've got the Eagles 77 to 12. Whoops. <laughs> 12? You got four field goals with their exactly. backup kicker? Exactly. Edo Benjamin. Draft yeah. with Amendola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back on Monday to recap it all. Have a great and safe weekend. Enjoy the football and the Bratwurst eating contest. Yeah. We leave you with this. Is anybody still wearing briefs, honestly? Not me. Tweet us if you do. Not me. No. Tweet Sarah. I guess it helps if I turn my mic on. Hey, good morning, everyone. The comedy stylings of Bickley and Carlin. I don't want to toot my own horn here, but hey, nobody else is going to toot it for me. The way Jalen smirts. Uh, smirts? Jalen smirts. Jalen <laughs> smirts. No, I was thinking I would wear a muumu as to not be encumbered by pants of any type. <laughs> As I no, eat, I want to stay encumbered by pants. Okay, fair Do enough. Do us all a favor. Stay encumbered. I might be buying too much into the gamble hype. The Louisiana Swamp Rat downing with a sickness. Shark's scared of JB. Big man JB. I'm scared of him. 1985. Scott. Sorry, I was drinking water. Machu Eberflus. I was drinking water. Baker Mayfield. You are a disaster. You look awful. I was just kidding. Okey-dokey. How about that? Where's the guru? Where's the guru? Turndle. Hey, Luke Lorinsky. Hey, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Get me closer, tiny backpack. Bad, bad, Levi Brown. Worst damn tackle in the whole damn town. <laughs> Badder than old King Kong. That's the shenanigans. Hand fruit time, hand fruit time. Shut up, Jarrett. 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 Stop groveling, Jarrett. Stop rubbing your eyes, Jarrett. Stop rubbing your eyes. Be wildebeest is what you are, you hairy freak. You gazelles are animals. Kids, if you're listening, stop caring. It's been a long winter. It's a little cringe that they were a little sus. He was laughing at MacGruber. What? Let's review how bright I happen to be. Jesus, you two, get a room. Weezy. Jarrett, speaking of a long fart noise. I forgot about naked dude. Repeated bouts of diarrhea. You know, I don't like touching other people's stuff. I love it.
Jared, are you out of gas? I got plenty of gas. <laughs> <laughs>